2: Welcome, one and all, to the Back of the Nest Preview Podcast. I'm your host, Terence Ford and Albert and Heski are with me. And we're all just laughing as Chelsea are playing right now. And that's who we're previewing. And they're playing right now as we're recording. And Joe um, Felix has just been sent off. <laughs> or as we were- I call him,
3: what was it? Owl Felix. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> that's that a good challenge. one
2: yeah yeah and then, when he got sent off, it became chow Felix ha <laughs> I don't have one.
4: I've got no pun, sorry,
2: well, considering just before that we were predicting that he was bound to get a brace on the weekend against us, and now he's got a three match suspension, which only adds to Chelsea's woes, but we'll get into those later um Albert, hello. Hambo on the review show. Yes, he was. Oh. He was trying to take your gig, talking about tea, mate, Wouldn't have it. Well, he's he's tried before,
3: <laughs> and he's he's had to sink to new new depraved lows to to try and steal the the tea crown. But I mean, for anyone that listened, am I right in saying he was talking about a tea? That was red velvet, velvet flavor, which I'm assuming right. I'm assuming is like a red velvet cake flavor velvet tea. Velvet tea. Yeah, right. I thought number your one. I thought I thought
4: your beers were bad enough, Terence. Yeah,
3: tea check. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, number one, he's diabetic, isn't he? So what's what's he doing having cake flavored tea? <laughs>
2: Well, maybe it's not got the calories and sugars of cake, so he can't have cake anymore. So he's had to replace it with something.
3: Yeah, but what when you have a cup of tea? What do you think? Oh, what would go? What goes really nicely with tea? Well, a slice of cake. Slice of Joe Blake. So <laughs> all he's doing is increasing the chances of caving and having a slice of cake with his tea, with his shit tea, for the record. And he mentioned some other flavors. Like, right. what was the other one they mentioned? Matcha or something. I don't even know what that is. But whatever it is, it shouldn't be in a fucking cup of tea. And then he sung a song, didn't he? I,
2: yeah. I think I've got a clip of it here. Hang on.
0: We're without milk. Yeah. Well, wow.
2: <laughs>
3: the, the less said about that, the better.
2: And I mean... I, Any of the producers listening that just go to that show, clip that, add it to our soundboard so we just basically have it whenever we need it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm happy for him that he's broadened his horizons. I'm just (laughs) It's just he's done it in the wrong way. You know, normally he talks about mutton rolls and stuff like that, and I'm and I'm all I'm all for that. Mm. But cake flavoured tea, as as has already pointed out, I I'd be disappointed if you said that,
2: Terence. and you've, <laughs> you've brought some well dodgy gear to the some like, before. Pa- yeah, pastry stouts have, have appeared on the show before. Not that I'm into those, just by default.
3: Honest, uh, honest.
2: Honest, yeah. Uh, well, I'm on, um, uh, it's the same as last week, actually. I, I didn't get anything. So Club Tropica from our friends at Tiny Rebel. Um, but boat, oh shit, it's fizzed everywhere.
3: Oh.
2: Oh, dear. It's, like... oh, it's
3: all in the beard. <laughs> uh,
2: but you two both have beer tonight, so why don't you let the listeners know what you've got? Heskiff? Uh, I'm
4: on a very boring Moretti, I'm afraid.
3: In a can? In a can. And I've got a Peroni Red, not a Peroni Red Velvet. <laughs> very good. Thank you. How How is it? Sugary? Well, it's beer in it. It's got to be sugary by its very definition. Um, but yeah, it's good. I like a Peroni Red. It um, it makes me think of my brief time in Italy.
2: Mm. Oh, this beer never disappoints, man.
3: What Club are mm. mm. Mango and pineapple. Mm.
2: It's yeah, well, it's lovely.
3: Have a can of Lilt for fuck's sake. Can of Ting.
2: Yeah, or Rio kind of ting. listen can kind of ting mate lilt they overcharge you through the nose just go down that aisle that's got either the ginger beer or mm-hmm. ting black grape you know, soda black grape soda
3: mm. or red velvet, yeah. tea. Anything, oh, red velvet tea or red velvet
4: tea
2: I was going to say anything that you see in the Morley's fridge but they don't have red velvet tea in the Morley's fridge good yeah. <laughs> Staying on the theme of food, though, I cooked the most banging dinner tonight. Burmese style crispy chicken in coconut noodle broth. That was some gusto, but fucking hell, it's the first time I've ever cooked a meal, and I'm like, I literally took one mouthful, sat back, and was like, I'd pay fifteen quid for that in a restaurant. So I'm. <laughs> <laughs> But instead,
3: you've paid twelve quid for it at home. <laughs>
2: no, no, Gusto's quite a reasonable really We're not sponsored by Gusto or anything. If they want us, if you're listening and you want to send us some boxes, Gusto, feel free. But
3: similarly, if anybody listening wants just the Gusto recipe cards, I've got about three hundred of them, and they're clogging up
2: the worktop, <laughs> and I don't need them anymore. <laughs> So, mate, you need to look out for the Burmese style chicken, crispy chicken one.
3: No, we're off it. We're off the gusto.
2: You're off the gusto.
3: We're off. The, we did six years.
2: We're off it. Mm. Six years, bloody hell! Yeah. We only I think there. that's been called. Did you get your um <laughs> your gold your six year ring, your, your gold re- ring binder?
3: Was there a gold ring binder?
2: Yeah, there was a gold ring binder if you once you get to like a hundred orders or something. Fuck's sake, Joe. <laughs>
3: <laughs> get on the blower to augusto i'll take it all back <laughs>
2: yeah anyway so i am now going to take up being a chef so um this part of this podcast will just become terence cook's over the next few weeks
3: a chef with a very limited repertoire <laughs> that yeah. has to be read and followed step by step And all the
2: ingredients have to come out of little annoying plastic bags. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know, in like today's one, it was like the measurement on the menu card was like in teaspoons. And one of the things had a teaspoon on it. The other one was measuring grams. Just like, what is this? And it was in like a little packet.
3: Yeah, but isn't it all measured? Isn't that the whole point?
2: Yeah, but how many? How do I know how many grams in a teaspoon? Just tip it in, for fuck's sake. Just get it in there. Stop fucking about. Anyway, talking to grams. Hold Anthony on. Stokes, former Palace striker. See this the other day. Got nah, obsessed, lost some weight. Got arrested with fifty grams of cocaine in his car. Now, I've I've seen some people at football put some of that stuff away, but. I don't think he's going to get away with saying that's personal use.
3: (laughs) Was he on his way to the Homestead Road end?
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, 50 grams of cocaine, four four grand's worth um, at street value, I assume that is. Um,
3: (laughs) Nicely covered.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I'm told. uh,
3: It says here,
2: <laughs> where was he going? Uh, I didn't say in the story where he was going. Um, hmm. To sort his mates I imagine, at a party. Yeah. I don't know. Somewhere very quickly. But it's very funny how, like, very clickbaity by saying Arsenal star, Anthony Stokes, former Arsenal star, never played for Arsenal, just came through their youth academy. Any fond memories of him, Hesketh, at Celeste? <laughs> he scored an amazing goal one year, uh, one game. Yeah, I remember that, that
4: was his one goal. Yeah, yeah. He sort of like roofed it from a, a, a really acute angle. Mm.
2: That's about all. Like that's all he ever did, wasn't it? Really, for us. Yeah, and then ended up at Soek, where even in that league, he could only manage one in three.
3: <laughs> wasn't very good at lining up his goals, was he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: You're not even quite be- club for that.
3: Some of his performances weren't to be sniffed at. <laughs>
2: um there's something about chopping and cutting in there, but it can't be asked.
3: Yeah
2: <laughs> These jokes blow. Let's move on. Oh they, dear! <laughs> but that did lead on to another play clickbait story um where they use May United this time. Anyone remember Phil Mul, Phil Mul- Ryan? Fades I didn't Norwich until there. you
3: just said the name.
2: Yeah, late nineties, early two thousands, Norwich, and then Cardiff. Um, How many grams of coke
3: was he caught with in his car?
2: <laughs> wow, well, he he'd be caught with something different in his car. So he's um, he's had enough of all the football lifestyle and all the women, and he's become a Catholic priest. Oh, oh. that's not where I thought it was going. So, what was
3: found in his car then? A little
4: book. (laughs) Wow. A book, did you say? Yeah, yeah, book, book, book. Okay,
3: good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. I wonder if he's friends with Nick
3: Pope.
4: Oh. God, are we just going to do shit puns all day? Is that what this episode is? I haven't got any. Can he put in a good cross?
2: Uh, what's that fucking little bread stuff called? They ate not Mexican bread. The body of Christ. The body. The body of Christ. You about was the wafer. made of bread. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's one other news story, but they couldn't clickbait this headline because. He only played for Charlton, really. Richard Rufus has gone to prison. Oh, I did see that for ages. Richard Rufus has gone to prison? He'll only serve half of that seven and a half year sentence and the rest will be suspended, basically. But yeah, he's going to serve basically three and a bit years in prison. Yeah, so he he basically pretended he was an FX trader to all of his mates. Sorry, a what? Family, foreign exchange trader. Okay, fine and um sorry i've been watching industry so i feel like i've got all the lingo <laughs> anyone watch industry no, decent, no i've not, heard of it not, though not amazing just very watchable and decent but not, not going to blow your mind but it's all right um especially if you're into the sort of stuff that anthony stokes is into um might pique your interest but um yeah so basically he's Defrauded his friends and family out of loads of money. <gasps> friends oh. and family, not yeah. even anonymous strangers. Yeah, no, um, all on the promising them sixty percent markups on their money investment, and uh, combined loss of fifteen million for everyone. So he's got some fucking rich friends and family. Christ! Well, he knows a bunch of ex footballers, doesn't he? So, oh, has he done footballers? Mm. Former teammates, stuff like that. Mm.
3: Anthony Stokes, which is why Anthony Stokes is now out <laughs> fucking pushing gear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to recoup. Yeah. 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 Fucking double stitch up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you, Rufus. <laughs> I'll
2: get you. Oh, dear me. Um, some palace news. Joe Whitworth has signed the new contract. Uh-
3: <laughs> <laughs> when, that's t- when, that, when that's the top fucking story... You know it's you know it's fucking January at CPFC. (laughs) (laughs) no linked with, no rumors of, no these person's been seen fucking in Soho on his way to Sainsbury's via fucking Thornton Heath High Street.
1: Someone who
3: I've never heard of (laughs) has signed a new deal.
2: It's the U Ting one of the U Ting goalkeepers. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. Um, lovely picture of him with his mum and dad. He just looks so much like his dad. Great, I'll look that up. Chris, Chris Benoit style. <laughs> Al-
0: oh,
4: Albert, did, Albert, did you see our goalkeeper's, goalkeeper's performance in the cup game?
3: Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And I've, if anything, I don't think we. I think we're better off without a goalkeeper at the moment.
2: <laughs> I mean, he's, he could not be a Catholic priest, could he, Guaya. Because he can't catch across. There you go. Thank you very much. I'll just set him up. You finish him off.
3: Yeah. <laughs> what, against uh, greater? Against <laughs> because, because, because I probably could. No, he sets, <laughs> yeah.
2: he sets them up. You finish them off, I think. Is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Finny. If you're listening, I I don't mean it. I was defending you after the first one, blaming Joel Ward. <laughs> anyway... Um, we have been linked with some players. Uh, two players from the Turkish League. I did, I did see someone say
4: that Palace had put the story out about Hodge right because everyone thinks he's shit, so that when we
2: don't buy him, everyone will be positive. <laughs> well, as, as I said on Twitter, it was like, Palace fans, sign someone, not him. That's that's basically <laughs> yeah. a palace Twitter since the beginning of Twitter. <laughs> I think are we universally, I think we've only been happy about two transfers that have happened in the time that Twitter's been going.
3: Uh, let me see if I can name one. Um, Jordan much leaving.
2: <laughs> I say the, the only, if, if you think, I would imagine Benteke, Kabaya, and Edouard probably. We would. Happy about everyone else is, is always tends to have been mixed. Maybe Sacco, maybe Sacco.
3: What you're saying, unanimous, like over over, yeah, we're over, we're over with
2: it. everyone went, yep, yeah, that's the one. Where now it's just like, no, not him. Yeah, <laughs> anyone I but think, him.
4: The only uh, I would have said decoro but I think 50% of people on
2: Twitter di- like, didn't know who he not was. Who he was, yeah, so mm. now they know. No, I don't know. He's, he's the man who has to run around and do fucking everything. Poor bugger yeah. poor, <laughs> poor, poor, poor wishes yeah, it's, he hadn't. It's,
3: it's, it's, a, it's a shame there wasn't two Decore's, wasn't there, after all that? Because <laughs> yeah. he could have done half the running around.
2: Yeah, he did. Um, if they played uh, paid players by a kilometres run, he's, he's been done out of some extra money now, I reckon. Everyone else's um, skin. So, all right, well, then, Albert, who do you want to sign? Let's, let's put it out there. Who do you want? Danny Ings has been linked. Fancy a bit of Danny Ings? Uh, Yeah, I'd I'd probably take Danny Ings.
3: Short-term deal. Always gets goals. Proven goal scorer, Um,
2: which means he will come to Palace and die in a striker graveyard.
3: Well, having said that, proven goal scorer. Proven's goal scorer, but is he going to slot in? Is he going to slot into our team? No, he's not going to
2: slot in any chances because nobody scores when they're Palace. (laughs) He'll be stood in the box without the ball for most of the game.
3: Yeah, just pretending to kick the ball into the goal.
4: And then and periodically <laughs> running off arms aloft as if he scored yeah. when, when the, the ball up the other end of the
3: pitch. If somebody had fucking passed it to me, I'd have scored that. Um, yeah, listen, I think uh, the striker role at Palace is is for whoever for whoever we have got and whoever we haven't got. It's, it's a hard job, isn't it, these days, because we just don't. We just don't create that many chances. Um and I think Edouard still still probably I don't again, there's a there's a few players that don't seem to get into the team as often as maybe a lot of them. I'm not gonna say all the fans, but a lot of the fans probably feel they should. Edouard is probably one of those, as is Will Hughes at the moment. Um but yeah, listen, he 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 sort of he blows hot and cold, but you can say that he does grab a chance when he, you know, more than most. So I think, I don't don't even think necessarily a striker is the main concern at the moment. I think we just look so, so soft in midfield. Um, And that just puts the whole team, you know, we don't create a lot from the midfield and people run through our midfield quite a lot. So both ends of the pitch seem to suffer. So it's the, for me, the priority is the midfield. Hmm.
2: It'd be nice to get Conor Gallagher back in
3: there. Yeah, let's let him bang a couple more in at the weekend, and yeah. then you know, and then and then we'll have to pay another six million for him yeah.
2: well, um, on, on
3: I, top. Go on. Oh, he's he's just come on
4: as a sub as as we're recording Fulham are winning two one. It's about ten minutes ago, and Gallagher's
3: just come on and oh, almost lost the ball on the edge of the box. like he's going to come on and score a late goal to win the game for him.
2: But this is the thing, right? That's that's part of the difference. Where he's been playing for Chelsea, almost losing the ball on the edge of the box, is not where he was excelling for us. And was hardly in that position, you know. You want him just running around like a blue ass flyer, pressing the defenders of the other team, not not picking the ball up deep and trying to link play. Um, I feel for him. No,
3: absolutely and and where would your priorities be if we could only sign let's say two players in the same. <laughs> let's push the boat out and say two players uh,
2: central midfielder and a right back
3: mhm central mid, yeah
2: yeah i go along with that yeah. i go along
4: I mean, with that cent- cent- central midfielder has been the need Re- realistically since we knew when gallagher was really good for us we knew he wasn't coming back
2: so we should be we've at least. Been high, we've been hired by Macarthur, though, haven't we? We've been like, yeah. that's that's what's been pushed to us all. Macarthur will be back soon.
3: When he's forty, yes. he's
2: <laughs> he's hanging out with Nathan Ferguson at the moment, isn't he? Mm.
4: Never. Do you know what's never really? Do you,
3: have you heard though? The thing that's really bad about that is there's only there's only one bed in the physio room, and they're <laughs> they're having to fight over it, which is why they keep getting recurring injuries. <laughs>
2: Yeah, part well on the training ground tour the other day, the new centre which is going to have all that stuff. The current gym is going to be the medical centre for physio stuff, and that's so that will be humongous, really. So there'll be lots of beds for them.
3: They're going to call it the Nathan Ferguson Lounge. No, I think it's the Connor Wickham Lounge. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I agree about I agree about right back as well, though, Terence. I think we've really seen like a real. Drop in performance on that side lately, and mm. I be mean, we were linked with that French guy who plays in Turkey. Boy, Sasha Boy, is that his name?
2: Yeah, something like
4: that. Who's supposed to be pretty good, but again, I don't really know enough about him to say yes or no. Other than if he's quick, it's probably going to be a a bit of an upgrade on what we have at the moment. Unfortunately,
2: mm. yeah, but. As, I can't remember who said it. Tran- transfers from the Turkish league tend to be more Tosin, not two guy, which was a, yeah. a good way of putting it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's had it. I mean, uh, Aaron Wamba I don't want to be that Palace fan as always. like look at old players, but I'd love Aaron Wamba back.
3: Hundred percent. Have you seen it? Have you seen him recently playing for United? He's new lease of life. Well,
2: yeah, and I mean, Dallow's just got injured as well, hasn't he? So he's going to be out for most of January, if not all of it. So that's just not going to happen.
4: Are we going to do our usual of waiting until the day before the window ends and then put in 10 bids for all these
2: players and then not get any of them? <laughs> or, like 2014, get all of them. And Florian Moran, Moran just to sit on the I'm without <laughs> a tracksuit.
3: Mate, I mean, what's he up to at the moment? Is he about? Yeah,
2: he was a fullback, <laughs> get him in.
3: Yeah, we take it all back. Mm.
2: That was the season we last signed the right back for money, wasn't it?
3: God <laughs> oh, when you I mean when you put it like that, fuck you now. Jack Hunt.
2: Whoa, was only no to be like that, mate. <laughs> because because yeah, well because since then one Bissaka broke through. Ward, one Bissaka, back to Ward, Nathaniel Klein as a free free agent. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
3: I mean, if I wanted to split hairs, I'd say we ended up paying money for Nathan Ferguson, but he's never actually played. So mm. I'll let you off. I there.
2: mean, I don't even know if he's a right back. i don't know where he plays.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a myth. That's what he is. <laughs> Fucking Scarlet Pimpernel, the bloke.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, bless him. I do feel for him. I have seen him play. Spurs away, he came on, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Last Boxing Day. He, he, he played eleven minutes. We should. You should get a golden ring binder for seeing that. I think there's there's many other more famous palace medals available out there. For the time I've been watching things, I've seen uh, Aaron Wilbraham's goals, both of them. Yeah, not fair play people, for that. Not many people did that. <laughs> oh, the list could go on. That's
3: quite a good. Uh, that's quite a good. Um... I'd say phone-in, but we don't, we don't take phone-ins. But, you know, anyone wants to send in your nichest, your nichest Palace claim to fame. Mm. Aaron Wilberham's two goals is a, is, a, is the perfect example.
2: Yeah. Got Vaz, Vaz Tay scoring after six seconds for Barnsley is pretty niche considering there was, I think there was only 198 of us there. <laughs> and some of those would have missed it because it was after six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, incredible um yeah i mean we could do a whole episode on that to be honest maybe we will when we're bored one day do a whole feature on it but for this we'll go into talking about chelsea as we say at the time of recording they're currently losing two ones to fulham which much like us i mean they are bottom of the form table chelsea in the premier league across an eight game period it will be even worse with this like us, all they have to show for in recent times is a victory against Bournemouth, <laughs> which um isn't isn't really saying much
3: um, how many games ago was it when they beat us because it feels like they should
2: still be holding on to that as well <laughs> well that was Potter's first game in charge um was that his he, first game yeah, so I think he beat they beat. Or oh, he's no it's his first win maybe, so maybe I think they drew a couple, then he beat us, and they won.
3: Wasn't there a Champions League game as yeah. well that he he did before that?
2: And I think they won something like five in a row. And then it all started to go wrong, and then just before the break they lost three without scoring. Then they beat Bournemouth on back, but now have lost twice in a row to City and are now losing this to Fulham. Um so what better time for Chelsea, for Charity <laughs> FC to come to town? <laughs> yeah,
4: we've we've turned Southampton from absolutely abysmal to world beaters in the space of a game. Yeah. So Chelsea,
3: you're you're up next. Um, come and see. Do- come and see Doctor Eagle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll sort you out. <laughs> um, I saw someone say the other day. Uh, or responded to a tweet of mine saying we should be able to tick gift aid when we buy our season tickets. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Is, um, the good news, here? some good news here. Pulisic is out. Pulisic. He f- fucking loves a goal against us. Four times he has scored against us. And he's only got 16 Premier League goals in his career. 25% of them have come against us. So it's good news. He's out. Can't do it. Ruben Loftus-Cheek is out. He can't, he can't score against us again. Fucking everyone's I, out for them. They've got someone Conor, on the field tonight I've never even heard of. Connor Gallagher's probably going to start. Yes. Unfortunately, Connor Gallagher has scored 11 Premier League goals. And for ten of those, Palace have been on the field. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, you know he's going to score. You know he's going to score. That who's the sideshow Bob bloke from from Brighton? Oh, Cucurella. Oh, Cucurella.
2: Yeah, he's going to bang one in. He's going to be up for it. Potter's going to be up for it because of our Brighton backgrounds. Um, yeah, it, it, I mean, if Potter's still there on Sunday, <laughs> he looks. He
3: looks. He looks very, very. Uh, what's the word? I'm just looking at him now on the screen. He looks very, very bedraggled. He does. Can you, I
4: just. I think we said this at the time when he got the job. I just can't imagine him going into the dressing room when you need your manager to like light, light a fire under the team. I just feel. I just feel like he's just walking and be like, "Oh, come on! Can we just? Can we just try a bit harder?" That's what I, I think like his team talks are like.
2: He
3: like. You wait till Sunday, bruv.
4: Probably- I mean, <laughs>
2: we're losing. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, I just feel like he would play bass for like Snow Patrol or something.
3: Yes. Oh, you've done him well dirty there.
2: <laughs> yeah. But I, I think do agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he probably just does play bass and practices Snow Patrol songs instead now. But
3: Yeah, <laughs> Snow Patrol cover band. <laughs> Featuring Anthony Stokes. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. He got, he got caught by the Snow Patrol.
2: <laughs> Excellent stuff. Um yeah, so Conor Gallagher, if you want to know, is fifteen to four to score any time, which shows that the bookies know because that's the same as Wilf is to score any time in the fixture on Sunday, so they know he's gonna score. Would be sad if it happened again. Did
3: Heskiff write these odds?
2: <laughs> now, well, I, was, I was expecting more like six to one or seven to one or something for him to score any time. Fifteen to four is outrageous for someone who never scores goals. I got very
4: annoyed in the home game when some people near me were clapping him as he came on because I was like, he's going to fucking score. Don't clap him. And then he did. And I Some people foot. fucking
3: clapped him when he scored. <laughs> <laughs> outrageous. Healthy fans. Yeah, and I'm sure there was a few Palace fans clapping him at the end of the game as well. Yeah. Not naming names.
2: Well, a lot of people did because he, he came hands up to the homestead and was very apologetic. But he's doing his job. He's got score. Like, right, come on. Yeah. No. Agreed. Agreed. We all t- we all- we all warned each other. Don't fall in love with a lone player. We all warned each other. <laughs> <laughs> but there it is. I mean, he's not started tonight. He'll un- undoubtedly start, or we will just be that sort of hovering in the background, just fearing, you know, striking a fear of God into us from the sidelines as he. Pulls his socks up and just smiles at the camera as he comes on in the sixty eighth minute. <laughs> do you know? Do you know the
4: thing about? I'm sure we all agree. Chelsea are just so fucking unlikable as well. Even mm. I'm just I'm just looking at them now. Even their fucking kit annoys me because the collar <laughs> looks like it's a J cloth, and that's shit. <laughs> and I hate them. And the fans yeah. are annoying, mm. and. W- uh, they uh, We haven't beaten them in bloody ages either.
2: 11 straight defeats in all comps.
3: Yeah, there you go. That's annoying. <laughs> I just, I hate them. J. cloth Collar sounds like the sort of tune that Graham Potter's indie covers
2: band might play. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as, as, as I've said, with Sellers, the away end that Sellers has just been away fans singing How Shit Must You Be with ended record here um, so Chelsea it'd be the same I'd, I'd sit next to a Chelsea season to get older at work i sit next to a Spurs season to get older at work told a Spurs season to get older the other day mate all your, ru- all your bad runs will come to an end you'll score first Son will score Harry Kane will get back on the score sheet don't worry mate and it's the worst I told you so I've ever had to do <laughs> and with the Chelsea fans saying it to them as well I was like look don't worry everything will we've got there. you yeah. don't worry we've got Definitely. you um and i think the classic example will be will Yang um will be looking for his first goal since let's check my notes here since he scored against palace back in october <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> he'll be like hang on a minute <laughs> i recognize this lot Do you Do know think, there was give, um, give, me, give me that
4: ball there was a there was a story saying that he might go back to Barcelona because he can only play, you know, you can only play for two teams in one season. So he couldn't yeah. go to another club. If he goes back to Barcelona, he can play. And I said then, I was like, he'll, what he'll do is he'll score against Palace and then he'll fuck off because that's all he ever seems to do.
2: <laughs> yeah. Very annoying. Um, he might have scored in other competitions. I only checked Premier League for that. So yeah, he hasn't scored a Premier League goal since the 1st of October, which was against us.
3: It's the only competition we're in, mate. There's it? no, just like <laughs> don't need to look at any others. What's the point?
2: Are are there any others? Uh, but hey, look, Chelsea is struggling massively with injuries. Now got a suspension in Joe Felix. It, it, there's no better time to be playing them, really. Uh, probably no better time to be playing us either. But um, something, I mean, if something... if, 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 we, if we could play them now, that'd
3: be quite good. <laughs> yes. because they've only got 10 I, men and they've, been, they've already done 96 minutes i still don't <laughs> yeah. i still don't our chances mate to be honest <laughs>
2: <laughs> um looking at us though where do we start is there any world where Guaita gets dropped albert for sam johnson Uh no, I love the way you pondered over the ice cube you dripped out your mouth into your glass yeah
3: I, I just it was just the thought of him starting. It just made it fall out of my mouth <laughs> uh no, he'll start the cup the cup game was the was the game to maybe
2: yeah.
3: change the keeper, and we didn't do it, so no greater will start on sunday
2: And uh, so after defending him on last week's pod. Uh, when people were trying to blame him for Harry Kane's first goal, um, do you blame him for the first goal, Eskiff, or was that Joel Ward's fault? Um,
4: much like the Tottenham goals, I haven't watched him back because <laughs> I just can't bring myself to do it. I can't do it. Uh, I think I think it's a bit about at the time. I wondered what he was doing, but there were some a couple of Palace players I think who were sort of not looking at him and moaning at
2: someone, so I assume that was Joel Ward. Um, I I think I I didn't really have the energy. I was so pissed after there was a big discussion around me in the Holmesdale at half-time about it. And his positioning was absolutely correct. Once Joel Ward went for it, he had to hold his position in the middle of the goal and wait for contact but as soon as Wall ducks under it, he should have got across the goal better. He just moved so poorly across there and seemed to shit himself from the post as well, which is just hold that. you just got to hit the post. Sorry, that's how it goes when your goalkeeper. you just got to take the post to the face and try and save it. But yeah, and then the second one is just... I mean, it's going to happen, right? It's probably going to happen once or twice a season to us. Was it last season it happened to Anderson against Leicester? Yeah. It's going to happen. If you're going to play like that, live by the sword, die by the sword kind of scenarios. Um, but, I mean, when you see the player coming, I don't get it. Why you just thump it sideways, like kick it, you, out. Yeah, put it out?
3: Put, it out, for a, put it out for a fucking corner.
2: Like, yeah.
3: I mean, turn around and kick it out for a corner. Whatever. Because <laughs> like, pe- people, people were saying it wasn't
4: a great pass. And even if it wasn't, he still had time to take a touch and then thump it. Yeah. But he just seemed to... I don't know. Get caught in his mind what he was trying to do, and then by that point, Armstrong was halfway towards a goal, wasn't he? So, Hmm. yeah, very, uh, very. I I, I agree with Albert. I don't think he's going to get dropped, Um, but his his place perhaps isn't as secure as it would have been a month ago. Yeah.
2: Um, Obviously, Tyreek Mitchell back from suspension. We assume he walks straight back in, particularly with how Joel Ward's been struggling moving from side to side during the games. Yeah, I would have thought so, I think. Any, obje-
3: any objections to that? No, moving on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, he's still not He's not having his best season, is he? By any stretch of the imagination, Mitchell?
3: No, but he is our only left back. So, you know, there you go. Hmm.
2: Jaira Riedervold will be written down on a squad sheet somewhere saying left back cover. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Schlupp. Being a, being a
3: left back and being a left back cover are two very different things, I would say. <laughs> uh,
2: certainly are. Can you see us going three at the back for this game? We ended that way against Southampton. Um, he's done it before against a big team. more probably five at the back <laughs> than three at the back, but... You think we're going to see that? Didn't we start at Stamford Bridge with five at the back in his first game last season? I think we did. Yes, I think five, we did.
4: Did we play five at the back in the cup semi-final as well? In the first half, at least, anyway. Yeah, have done.
3: We we played five five in the semi-final. Yeah,
4: I I, I think. But, so my, my my thing about this Chelsea game, from what I've seen of them, I saw a bit of this game against Fulham. And I saw them when they played Forest, and I just think they're a team where if you get in their faces and really, you know, like stick it to them, they're not that good. But my issue with that with us is we ain't that team. We we don't get stuck in. We don't press high. We're not full of energy. We don't give teams like this get in their faces and give them a kick in. And I think that's the way to get onto Chelsea. It, you know, it worked for Forest; they got a draw and it seems to have worked for Fulham because they've won now. But I just, I don't think we've got that in us at the moment. And a lot of that is down to that central midfielder missing. But we just seem very passive. You know, last week we talked about how we're bottom of the running stats table, which is crap. I mean, it's crap that we're bottom, not that it's not true. So I just think the the things that you sort of need to lean on to beat, Chelsea in the state they're in at the moment which is currently 10th in the league apparently we don't really have that in a locker at the moment so I'd be absolutely delighted if we completely flipped that on its head and became that team on Sunday but I would be equally very surprised if that was the case
2: well if we beat them 4-0 we will go above them in the league. <laughs> how <laughs> strong is that beer yeah? nobody will be predicting that but it's interesting you say that, though, because I saw some stats the other day, which is Bayern Munich are the only team in the top five leagues that win the ball back more than we do from exerting pressure on teams. So, and you look at all the other teams up there and around us, it's all big teams, big-name teams that are, are in there doing it. Um, Sorry, so- can you just say that stat again? Bayern Munich are the only top, club in the in the top 5 European leagues yes who win possession back from pressuring more than us so when you press someone and you cause you cause them to choke up the ball and give it back to you mm. no one does it better than us except from bayern munich
3: we're the second best team in the, in the top world 5 european leagues
2: winning the uh, ball back from the opposition, yeah. For, for I suppose pressuring pressuring them on the ball, yeah. I suppose it depends on where we do it then. No, so this is this is all um in the final third. So it's all mm. pressure pressures on the back line and then it's regaining regaining possession of the ball within five seconds of those pressures. So it can mean that you they you force them to punt it forward and your defender picks it up. That is a regain of possession, I imagine. But um, but I, I guess the fundamental difference between us and Bayern Munich is when they win it back, they score. <laughs> <laughs> they do something with when, when it. When yeah. we win it back, we pass it back to Anderson, who then punts it long. Oh, shit. When did a long Anderson diagonal become a punt? Hmm.
3: <laughs> How the tables have turned. No, I'm just kidding, Johan. Don't listen. You you've not even mentioned what he wears anymore. You just Is the honeymoon well, over?
2: Like, no, it's not over at all. I still love the man. Still love him. Um but it's yeah, I dunno. It's just the the long balls aren't working like they did last season, are they? Well nothing's working no. like last season. Nothing's
3: really working. And what and what do we need to do differently in the short term? Let, you know, what do you think? Sunday is it a change in formation? Is it bringing all, on all those other amazing players that we've got on the bench and resting Jeff Schlupp?
2: Yeah, I'd say for me, what needs to happen with the current crop of players we've got is it needs to be Hughes to give some more balance in the midfield with the core rate and someone needs to be sacrificed for that. Arguably, Ayew. I mean, we will fall behind Bayern Munich if Ayew's not on the field <laughs> because he is one of the also in the when you see the player version of that list. uh Jordan Ayew is very high up there as well. Yeah, that doesn't
3: surprise uh, me. So what you are saying? A four-two-three-one.
2: Is that what you're saying? Four-two-three-one. I, I would want Agreed. to see yeah Zaha left as a ten, at least right. Mm-hmm. And Edouard, just give Edouard runner games. No matter yep. what happens, play him for the next ten games in a row. Just let them get. If they're all fit and firing, play those four. Just let them see what they can do up front together. Because I'm sure if you put those four around the ball enough, we're going to score goals. Um, and that's but it. I agree with that.
4: I think we we do we do need to put Elise a wide. I know that we played him a bit central in in some games. Mm. I just don't think that plays to his strengths. I don't think he's been awful, but he's he's still pretty lightweight. Pretty. i And get from the Sanctuary.
2: he's are not pointing crosses in the box. He's yeah, left foot is beautiful.
4: And if you get think about <laughs> him, him against um, if they play Cucurella, like I'd back Elise there. And I just think you get him running at a full back one-on-one one with the ball. The the fullback's in trouble. Whereas if you get him in the middle, and there's a Maybe a centre half from one of their central midfielders. You just get clattered, and that would be that. Yeah, he can um, just get he can get bo- he can he gets boxed out more. When yeah. he's in the in the middle of the park. And I, I agree with you about Edouard. Like before the World Cup break, Edouard had a run of games, was scoring, was looking good. And I think he got dropped for the Forest game, which obviously didn't work. And I know he was he was sick apparently uh, when we came back from the World Cup. Mm. But again, he started against Southampton and scored. You know, and I, I think with a run of games, he links up with Will pretty well. If he gets his eye in, he'll
2: get more goals. So I, I definitely agree that he needs to play out front. There you go. So assuming we do that, we we go to four-two-three-one. Mitchell's back in. Um, Hughes is playing in the middle. Edouard's up top, and I I use finally on the bench. Um, what's your prediction?
4: Three nil Chelsea. <laughs>
2: Alberts, will Chelsea make it twelve wins in a row in all comps against us?
3: Oh fuck's sake! So hang on, they've they've lost eleven in all competitions.
2: Is that right? right. No, in... they've beaten us eleven games. No, 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 there. no. But I'm talking, I'm talking about their current run. Um, so they beat Bournemouth first game back from the World Cup. Yeah, and they've now lost three on the bounce since then. Although lost three on, two on the O's against City. Yeah. So that's already the second time in Potter's reign they've lost three in a row.
3: Yeah. However, they have won the last eleven against us.
1: Mm.
3: Wow. What a pickle! There's only one. There's only one answer, and it's going to be a one-all draw. <sighs> which I don't
2: believe at all, but that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I mean, I'll take. I'll take it. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, scoring a goal and not. Oh, lose. you would absolutely. You would. I would. I take it right now. I don't know, but like like I was saying a bit earlier there's there, they're definitely there for the taking with the pla- with the amount of players they've got out that the players they've got must be getting knackered i mean Felix getting sent off is just incredible <laughs> like I can't believe that's happened, and there'll be a three match suspension for him. It's just funny <laughs> it's just funny It makes me think of that in between us thing. Potter's gonna be in the change room. What'd you do that for? It was funny. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I, I mean, I'm my. I, I still think we're gonna
4: lose three 0 as well. <laughs> like, to, not, not to not to ham up my own reputation as being miserable. I do think they're there for the taking, but I I am also not convinced that we are the people to do the taking. Like, we are in we're in shit form as well. We are not playing particularly well. We're
2: we're in the mood of just giving.
4: <laughs> exactly. We we still think it's Christmas. We need to snap out of it.
2: Well, there you have it. <laughs> Onwards and upwards. I mean now run a games have got to get some unexpected points from somewhere. So hopefully it starts with Chelsea. And then, yeah, you know, we, we yeah, you know, it's Palace, we could go and win the next three and we'll be looking at the Fulham and Forest games guy. Quite. We're taking six points from those. Um, we'd be, we'd be in the Champions League places, but alas, that's not,
3: I mean, that's the mad thing. And I have to say it out loud. Cause I don't want, but I don't, you know, I don't like to give, you know, we're, we're sitting here talking like we're in the fucking relegation zone and, you know, it's our it's second really best
2: not, ever start
3: to a Premier League. Yeah, it's really not the case. <laughs> so we have to, you have to sort of remind yourself and check yourself a little bit. But oh. then you think about, well, imagine if we did have, th- you know, three more players, you know, a, 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 a good striker, a really good striker, a, another central midfielder, another right back or left back or two central midfielders. You know, you look at Fulham and you look at these other teams, you know, obviously Newcastle's, you know, Newcastle's a bit of a a mixed bag because yeah, they've had a massive takeover. They've not really spent that much money yet. You know, they're still predominantly it's the players that were there before Howe and before the takeover. You and you see like this is a season where Chelsea are struggling, Liverpool are struggling, you know, Man United have started to click. You know, it's like, you know, that could be Traditionally, it'd be like West Ham, wouldn't it? It'd be like West Ham. Oh fucking hell, West Ham are in the top five. You know, they're, even West Ham are struggling this season. So it's just it's it's, it's it feels like a missed opportunity that you know, with a little bit more investment and a, and a little bit more depth, you know, we could we could certainly be sitting where Fulham are, or you know, a little bit higher than that. And um, yeah, it's um, it's disappointing because it feels like we're we're on the edge of maybe. I'm not going to say worst times, but, you know, the, the the whole question mark over Wilf. Look, Wilf's going to stop playing for us one day, whether it's this summer or in in two, three years' time. But it feels like this time last year or last summer, you know, we, we, we're we saying, you know, we're, we're now putting players around Wilf that means we can go on to fulfil our potential. And it looked promising. And last season was great. And there's been some good performances this season as well. Like I say, we're, we're clearly doing all right because we're we're nowhere near the bottom of the table in terms of league position but yeah it kind of feels like we what 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 could be if we if we were just that little bit more clinical and we just had that little extra bit of quality um and we need to we need to we need to start doing something about that and it starts with a january transfer window
2: I'm here to tell you, mate, it doesn't start with a January transfer window. It will start with maybe the summer transfer window. <laughs> you're here
3: right. to tell me there's no value in the January transfer window. That's what you're there, here to tell
2: me. There is no hope. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks everyone for listening. Um, listen out for the match report after the game. I, I assume it will be recorded on Sunday, so probably available for you on the Monday. Um, as always, YouTube bet for... YouTube.com forward slash back of the nest for everything that DR and Patrick often these days are doing over there. Right. And um, I assume we'll be back next week when we're talking Newcastle. Well, Man U, innit? That was on oh, Wednesday. Man U. All oh, right. So I guess Thursday next week we'll record a Man U review and uh, Newcastle preview.
3: Fucking Wambusacker brace. ha. <laughs>
2: I mean, I, love I, it. I think we'll need to, for the purposes of the camera, um, next Thursday there needs to be some forfeit between you and your wife while we're recording this podcast.
3: What will I have to do?
2: Well, I don't know. You, you two can make those decisions.
3: Because it's clearly me that's going to fucking lose, isn't it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, you should say that Rashford goals don't count and then maybe that'll even it up a bit yeah okay but anyway thanks for listening and we'll be back next week until then up the palace (laughs) right okay let's just start so we can finish it and go to bed all right not together
3: not together
0: it's the 90th minute all your mates around